Hello, my friends. This is April 8, and I welcome you to my Songs and Stories podcast. Take a second today to subscribe, and you'll never miss another story. I'm so excited to have a Halloween story for you today. It's called The Witch Witch and the Goblin. It's episode 32. Now, before I begin, I want to tell you about some of my friends and fellow podcasters at Kids Listen who are telling Halloween stories too, just for kids like you. My pal David at Sparkle Stories is sharing a story all about the Teal Pumpkin Project and two best friends who love to go trick-or-treating together, only one of them has a food allergy and that makes it kind of complicated. What will they do? Well, you can go find out at the Sparkle Stories podcast. And a great place to listen to carefully curated podcasts like mine and Sparkle Stories is on the Kids Listen app. You can find it on iTunes. Hooray! I like to start out all of my stories with a special little song that goes like this. Oh, time-bound travelers, lay down your cares and rest your bones, and I'll tell you a fairy tale that I have come to know. And now it's time. For our story. Episode 32 The Witch Witch and the Goblin. <laughs> the Witch Witch was alone. Of course, that's just the way she liked it. Ah, solitude. Hmm. Time to think, and time to experiment, and time to reread her favorite book. Poisons, potions, and perceptions. She was alone for now, but someone was coming to find her. She could feel him on his way. It was someone small and someone confused and, and worried, too. But isn't that how almost everyone who came to visit the witch witch felt? No one ever really wanted to visit the witch witch, so when she did have a visitor, they were usually feeling pretty desperate. For the witch witch's powers, her strength and her magic, her intelligence and her intuition were known far and wide. Everyone feared her, for the conjuring and the trickery that she could do was beyond the understanding of almost everyone. Gnomes and fairies, woodland creatures, pixies, and of course, humans, well, were all bedazzled and alarmed by her potent witchcraft. And what folks don't understand, well, it scares them sometimes, doesn't it? Was she a good witch? Was she a bad witch? Well, who's to say? She wasn't called the witch witch for nothing. You never knew which witch you'd get when you knocked upon her door. So, few people ever did. Unless... The witch witch's keen ears picked up the quietest little tap, tap, tap upon her door. 
It was so quiet that it sounded like the knock of someone who really didn't want the witch on the other side of the door to even hear it. So quiet was it that it made the witch witch chuckle to herself. (laughs) I can hear you, little goblin. Oh, I can hear you. (laughs) And the witch witch tugged open her old wooden door with a creak. And there, Upon her front steps, she laid her eyes upon a wee goblin who stood cowering before her. Oh, I see, said the witch witch. Hmm, not what I'd expected, said the witch witch. Interesting, hmm, said the witch witch. A small goblin whose gray fur was still growing in behind his ears, was peeping up at her out of the corner of his big golden goblin eyes. He shook all over from head to toe, and he looked up, and then he turned away to look down at his tiny furry goblin feet. Were those tears falling on the stone step? Oh, fresh goblin tears are good for healing a broken heart when mixed with thyme and and tarragon, said the witch witch to herself. Oh, it would be good to collect these. And she thought about her cabinet of glass bottles, all just waiting inside for moments like these when fresh ingredients were just waiting to be collected. This made the goblin cry harder. Hmm, maybe that wasn't the right thing to say, thought the witch witch to herself. Maybe it isn't exactly even nice to collect someone's tears when they're crying in the first place. Hmm, she thought to herself. You see, the witch witch didn't always know how to talk to her visitors, for there were so few and far between, and she spent... So much time alone. I better do better, she said to herself. Uh, come on in, Gilbert Goblin, and we'll talk. Well, the wee gray goblin's ears twitched when the witch witch actually used his name. For how could she even have known it? But silently, he followed behind her flowing black witch's cape into her, um, well, I guess you could call it her home. (laughs) Now, the witch witch was not the tidiest witch in the world. Oh, no. She liked to spread her work out, and she was always working, for her mind was always full of new ideas and experiments that she just couldn't wait to try. And so through his tears and worry, Gilbert Goblin could see her old table littered with books full of charts and notes and drawings, formulas and math equations, scribbled down and scribbled out writings where the witch witch kept track of her magical experiments.
The witch witch pointed one long, wrinkled, and stained finger at a dust-covered couch in the corner. Sit down, goblin. Hmm. Well, Gilbert sat, and a cloud of dust rose from the cushions, tickling his nose and stinging his eyes. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry about that, the witch witch waved her wand, and the fog of dust rose up from the couch, floated across the room, and poured itself perfectly into a beaker on her work table without missing a speck. I'll use that later, she grumbled to herself, and then she turned. Now, hmm, as for you, hmm. Are you going to tell me what you came for, Gilbert Goblin? said the witch, looking down on the furry ball of a goblin in front of her. For Gilbert had hunkered down on the couch, and he had curled himself up into the tightest, tiniest, minusculiest bit of fluff that he could possibly be, and the witch witch thought, that it was remarkable, really, just how small he had made himself. I mean, he was teensy-weensy. A newborn kitten would have taken up more space. Gilbert peered out from behind his skinny goblin knees. The witch-witch waited for him to say something, and then she waited a little longer, and then she waited a little longer, she tapped her black boots on the floor. Tap, 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 tap. And she thought up a new potion she might make with that dust from the couch. Hmm. And she even hummed and sang a little tune to herself. Hi ho, cried the merry gnomes. Hmm. Still, Gilbert said nothing. Hmm, I see. You are clearly not going to tell me why you came, are you? She looked at him for a minute, and he confirmed by not making even the itty-bittiest, tiny-sminiest, wootsy-tootsiest nothing of a sound that she was indeed exactly right. He wasn't going to say one word. Huh, Gilbert. Hmm. I think I'm starting to understand. Is that why you came to me? Because someone wants you to talk and you don't want to? Well, Gilbert started to cry. I see, said the witch. I'll take that as a yes. The witch-witch asked him one more question. Can you talk, Gilbert Goblin? Yes, whispered Gilbert in a small voice. Oh, I see, said the witch. Do you have someone that you do talk to? Well, Gilbert nodded his head in a very yes-of-course kind of way. And that made the witch-witch laugh. Oh, well then, why are you here with me? 
Oh, well then why are you here with me? Do you think I have some sort of parlay potion on tap that will have you prattling on with every person who appears? Or are you looking for a chit-chat charm so charged that you're chomping to cheerfully chatter with any chump who turns up? Do you really want to jibber-jabber with just any jabberwocky who wanders by and wants a tat-a-tat like an uninvited guest? Well, as you can imagine, Gilbert looked confused. Oh, oh, Gilbert, listen. Now, I certainly could brew up a magical elixir to make you someone you are not. I could magically transform you into a goblin who wants to talk. (sighs) But here's the thing. I don't want to. Listen, wee goblin, I'm a witch, and I know things, I see things, and I understand things. And what I know about you is this. When you are ready to talk to someone, you will. And until then, well... They'll just have to wait. Gilbert looked wide-eyed. He nodded yes, but then he shook his head. No. Oh, well, is it not that simple, huh? Said the witch-witch. Is there someone who is expecting you to talk? Hmm, well, let's see. Oh, groaned the witch-witch. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, it is almost Halloween. Of course, the goblin gathering. Now, down in Goblin Hall, on the night of Halloween, the goblins would be having their special goblin gathering to celebrate a year of good goblin gallivanting and games. And within those hallowed goblin gables, under the light of burning torches and goblin chandeliers, each and every goblin would stand up and raise his goblet, state his name, and then, oh my friends, and then, that goblin would boast about all of the goblining that had been done that year. Oh, what glorious goblin tales they tell. Oh, the bravado, the bragging, and the bluster. It was a goblin tradition as old as time itself. And oh, Gilbert, you are now old enough to to make a toast this year for the first time, aren't you? Asked the witch. And Gilbert nodded his head very sadly. Well then, said the witch-witch, we'll have to think on that one, won't we? Well, Gilbert looked up at her. Yes, of course I'll help you, Gilbert Goblin. And just then, a little creaky sound came from behind them. Creak, 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 creak. It was the sound of a swinging cat door, a long white cat. 
with black paws and black ears, came trotting in and sniffed the air and then leapt up lightly onto the couch right next to Gilbert. She gave another little sniff and then she jumped onto Gilbert's wiry goblin knees. Gilbert was so startled that he set himself up for the first time. And of course, that was all the invitation that cat needed. She curled up right on Gilbert's lap as though she'd known him her entire life. Well, Gilbert had no choice but to pet her, of course, which he did with a little grin. It was awfully nice to see him smile. The cat started purring and promptly fell asleep. Oh, well, hello, Jinxie, the witch-witch chortled. Gilbert, said the witch-witch, I have an idea. Snip, snap, snout. For today, my tale is all told out. Come back next week and I'll tell you the rest of the story of the Witch Witch and the Goblin. Thank you for listening to the April 8 Songs and Stories podcast. For all things April 8, please go to april8.com. And that 8 is always spelled out E-I-G-H-T. And to support this show, please go to patreon.com slash april8 and choose what fun reward suits your family best. You can also find me on Instagram at April 8 Songs and Stories and on Facebook at April 8. Until we meet again, remember, I love you and you are wonderful just as you are right now. La, la, la.